Greetings and aloha, beautiful souls. And this is Mina Athena from Hudson Valley, New York. Welcome back to Philosophia with Mina Athena on my fourth episode on August 4th, 2022. Today's episode is called Entering the Light. The journey of the warrior and the warrioress. Continuing on the path of the soul's journey from self-love to becoming a warrior. Becoming fierce and bold, honorable and respectful in your own eyes, your own reflection. Strong and wild like nature and animals. And knowing with certainty of our own divinity and power. I will weave some beautiful poems and prose from the mystics and poets of the past and present, uh, from Paolo Kelo, Alison Stormwolf, to Khalil Gibran and others. So let's begin. This is The Warrior of the Light. A Manual by Paolo Kelo. What is a warrior of light? Warriors of light keep the spark in their eyes. They are in the world, are part of other people's lives, and begin their journey without a rucksack and sandals. They are often cowards. They don't always act right. Warriors of light suffer over useless things, have some petty attitudes, and at times feel they are incapable of growing. They frequently believe they are unworthy of any blessing or miracle. Warriors of light are not always sure what they are doing here. Often they stay up late all night thinking that their lives have no meaning. Every warrior of light has felt the fear of joining in battle. Every warrior of light has once lost faith in the future. Every warrior of light has once trodden a path that was not his or hers. Every warrior of light has once felt that he, she was not a warrior of light. Every warrior of light has once failed in his, her spiritual obligations. This is what makes them warriors of light because they have been through all this and have not lost the hope of becoming better. That is why they are warriors of light because they make mistakes, because they wonder, because they look for a reason and they will certainly find one. And that is by Paolo Kelo, who also wrote two beautiful soul opening books called The Alchemist and The Pilgrimage. Now to the second uh, poem called The Archer by Alison Stormwolf. I take out my arrow of unfinished dreams and desires. 
and place it firmly in the bow of my determination. Aim it at the starlit sky. Such amazing power behind the action. Totally pure intention. And as my prayers ascend the night sky, transverse. Mother moon in silhouette, the planets call out in unison. She knows her path. We will assist our sister. I can close my eyes and in that deep place where day has cast aside my worries, can rest assured and protected. The universe is on my side. What can scare me? What now can scare me? And that is Allison Storm Wolf. And this one. So, so precious is by Khalil Shabran called Do Not Love Half Lovers. Do not love half lovers. Do not entertain half friends. Do not indulge in works of the half talented. Do not live half a life and do not die a half death. If you choose silence, then be silent. When you speak, do so until you are finished. Do not silence yourself to say something and do not speak to be silent. If you accept it, then express it bluntly. Do not mask it. If you refuse, then be clear about it. For an ambiguous refu refusal is but a weak acceptance. Do not accept half a solution. Do not believe half truths. Do not dream half a dream. Do not fantasize about half hopes. Half a drink will not quench your thirst. Half a meal will not satiate your hunger. Half the way will get you nowhere. Half an idea will bear you no results. The other half is not the one you love. It is you in another time, yet in the same space. It is you when you are not. Half a life is a life you didn't live, a word you have not said, a smile you postponed a love you have not had, a friendship you did not know. To reach and not arrive, work and not work, attend only to be absent. What makes you a stranger to them, closest to you, and they strangers to you. The half is a mere moment of inability, but you are able, for you are not half a being. You are a whole that exists to live a life, not half a life. That is the path of the warrior. You can't do anything half-ass. I think the difference between good and excellent is consistently giving an additional 15 to 30 minutes of whatever you do. And as you work that muscle of excellence, it gets easier and you learn hacks. And just letting you know, 
you will always hear one, two, or three of my daughters, even though I am downstairs and they're upstairs. Um, this is me. I am a single mother of three beautiful children, uh, one who's 19 uh, this Sunday, and my middle child who is 16, and my third child who is six, going on seven in October. So, anyway, getting back, um, I would like to share the fourth poem, uh, and I am uh, sure you've heard this many times, and it is called The Optimist Creed. The Optimist Creed actually became very popular by the book The Secret by Rhonda Byrne. Uh, but originally it was written in 1912 by Christian Larson. And, you know, it is called The Optimist Creed. I promise myself to be so strong that nothing can disturb your peace of mind to talk health, happiness, and prosperity to every person you meet, to make all your friends feel that there is something in them to look at the sunny side of everything and make your optimism come true, to think only the best, to work only for the best, and to expect only the best, to be just as enthusiastic about the success of others as you are about your own, to forget the mistakes of the past and press on to the greater achievements of the future, to wear a cheerful countenance at all times and give every living creature you meet a smile, to give so much time to the improvement of yourself that you have no time to criticize others, to be too large for worry too noble for anger, too strong for fear, and too happy to permit the presence of trouble. To think well of yourself and to proclaim this fact to the world, not in words, not in loud words, but great deeds. To live in faith that the whole world is on your side, so long as you are true to the best that is in you. And that is Christian D. Larson called the Optimist Creed from your forces and how to use them. And the fifth poem is called The Man Who Thinks He Can by Walter D. Wintel. If you think you are beaten, you are. If you think you dare not, you don't. If you'd like to win but think you can't, it's almost a cinch, you won't. If you think you'll lose, you're lost. For out in the world, world we find success begins with a fellow's will. It's all in the state of mind. If, you're, if you think you're outcasted, you are. You've got to think high to rise. You've got to be sure of yourself 
before you can ever win a prize. Life's battles don't always go to the stronger or faster man, but soon or late the man who wins is the man who thinks he can. There are some things I would like to say, but I will say it at the end. This one is by Albert Hubbard, otherwise known as Yell Hubbard. We are the gods in the chrysalis. Whenever you go out of doors, draw the chin in, carry the crown of the head high, and fill the lungs to the utmost. Drink in the sunshine, greet your friends with a smile, and put soul in every hand clasp. Do not fear being misunderstood and do not waste a minute thinking about your enemies. Try to fix firmly in your mind what you would like to do, and then, without veering off direction, you will move straight to your goal. Keep your mind on the great and splendid things you would like to do. And then, as the days go gliding by, you will find yourself unconsciously seizing upon the opportunities that are required for the fulfillment of your desire, just as the coral insect takes from the running tide the element it needs. Picture in your mind the able, earnest, useful person you desire to be, and the thought you hold is hourly transforming you into the particular individual. Thought is supreme. Preserve a right mental attitude, the attitude of courage, frankness, and good cheer. To think right is to create. All things come through desire, and every sincere prayer is answered. We become like that on which our hearts are fixed. Wherever you go out of doors, draw the chin in. Carry the crown of the head high. We are the gods in the chrysalis. Got some chills. I love, love reading poetry like this. I've read it so many times. They are my spiritual, mental coaches and mentors. I have a lot of dead mentors. I've had, I don't see dead people, but they're in me. Their wise, precious words are in me. And it's really important to keep the words that resonate with you deeply on a visceral level. Keep it close to you. Memorize them. Read it every morning. It's like taking a soul vitamin. And the last one, poem number seven, is one that I wrote about two weeks ago when I have Finally, after 20-something years, 
although I have answered the call, but in different levels and stages in my life. Um, I've made the decision within myself and with my higher self that I am ready to fully uh, initiate myself into the warrior is <laughs> of the light path. And I am a student and a teacher like we all are. So this is called The Holy Fire of the Warrior by Mina Athena. When your eyes are clear and hardened from the injustices of this world, when the holy rage burns you up inside from the bloodshed and abuse of children, when you cry out to the universe and shout, why me? And you hear the whispers of your ancestors to move on. When you've studied and mastered your passion and fine-tuned your body into a masterpiece, then, and only then, will the heavens and your armor, the breastplate of righteousness, the sword of the spirit, and the shield of faith. Then, and only then, will other warriors from past and present appear miraculously by your side to walk along beside you and encircle you in love and protection, to do what you came here to do, to heal the world in the way only you are able. So you may take your last breath upon this earth with an eternal smile upon your rested face. So, when one answers the call of the warrior or the warrioress or you decide certainly when something clicks inside you and you say, yes, I will fulfill my mission in this lifetime. I will not let it pass again. When you're certain that you're going to do something and the fire alights in the deep core of your eternal soul and it alights your mind and you're ready to work to study, to sculpt and chisel your body, to get everything in harmony. That is when we really prepare to go on the path of the warrior of the light, where we, along the way, go through the biggest enemy which is ourself. And we put that sword on, yield it, wield it, and 
go through everything we need to to cleanse ourselves so that we can connect with others on this mission as well, whatever that may be for you. And so today on uh, Connect Club, I did my very first uh, workout uh, called the Warriors, Warrioresses, which is the plural for, form of the female warrior, which is called Warrioress of Light, and it's a boot camp. So I will be doing that every um, day, Monday through Friday from 7 a.m. Eastern, uh, and it will last anywhere from 45 minutes to one hour. And join, uh, join us if uh, you are able. Uh, it's a time where we can keep each other accountable and inspire one another and be each other's coaches. So with that, my six-year-old daughter is at the corner looking at me. She wants my attention. So I want to uh, say good morning, good afternoon, and good evening. May you have a uh, beautiful, wonderful weekend and stay healthy and be well. Blessings and namaste.